Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Day. Every song that I sing, I'll sing to you. And I hope I can bring you a smile or two. Dennis Day is brought to you by Palm Olive Soap and Palm Olive Shave Creams. Palm Olive Soap, your beauty hope, and Palm Olive Shave Creams for a smoother, more comfortable way to shave. <laughs> the Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benadera, Dink Trout, Charles Dant in the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith, is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis to sing Gal in Galveston. I got a gal, gal, gal in Galveston. Got a real true gal in Galveston. Oh, her hair is golden fun and much brighter than the Texas sun. I'm going back to my gal in Galveston. I'm going back to the purple sage and stay forevermore. Going back to the prairie and the one that I adore. I got a gal, gal, gal in Galveston. How I love that gal in Galveston. I keep thinking of the time when those happy wooden bells will chime for lucky me and my gal in Galveston. I'm going back to the purple sage and stay forevermore. Going back to the prairie and the one that I adore. I got a gal. Gal, gal in Galveston, how I love that gal in Galveston. I keep thinking of the time when those happy wedding bells will chime for lucky me. And my gal, gal, gal in Galveston. Men, if you like oceans of rich, thick, moisture-soaked lather, try the new, different Palmolive Lather Way to Shave, a way that means smoother, more comfortable shaves for three men out of every four. Yes, the new Palmolive Lather Shave Cream Way brings smoother, more comfortable shaves to three men out of every four. It's a fact, men, not a promise. 1,251 men tried the new Palmolive Lather Way to Shave, and no matter how they shaved before, 81% reported beards easier to cut. 76% said less razor pull. 71% said closer shaves. 80% smoother feeling skin. And three men out of every four reported smoother, more comfortable shaves the Palmolive Lather Shave Cream Way. Here's all you do. Wash your face with soap and water. Rinse. Soap your face thoroughly again. Do not rinse. Brush Palmolive Lather upward into beard to get the full benefit of Palmolive Lather Shave Cream's beard conditioning effect. Then shave. That's all. But you be the judge. Get Palmolive Lather Shave Cream and try the new, different Palmolive Lather Way to Shave. Remember, it's proved. Proved to give smoother, more comfortable shaves to three men out of every four. Well, this will be a busy week indeed at Little Weaverville University, for not only are the students taking their midterm exams, 
but it's also homecoming week for the alumni. Now, it was at Weaverville U that Herbert Anderson met his wife, yet somehow he's always loved the old school anyway. And he'll be an enthusiastic attendant at the alumni reunion, but his wife... Well, there seems to be some sort of mystery concerning Mrs. Anderson's college career, some deep, sinister secret known only to the Anderson family circle, and one which our curious young hero, Dennis Day, is now trying to worm out of his girlfriend, Mildred. But gosh, Mildred, surely you can tell me why I'm practically one of the family. Oh, no, Dennis, I, I just couldn't. It's Mother's secret, and you might be horrified. Mildred, I've known your mother for years. How much more horrified could I get? <laughs> well... If I tell you, will you promise me you'll carry it to your grave? First chance I get. I mean, will you promise not to tell anyone, silly? Oh, sure, Mildred. You can trust me. Well, all right, then. You see, Mother never graduated from Weaverville U. Just before graduation day, she was kicked out of school. No. Yes. It's been a sore spot with her to this day. Oh, really? It must have been some kick. <laughs> Dennis, it doesn't happen to be a joking matter. Oh, I know, Mildred, but why did they expel her? Tell me, what did she do? Well, I, I guess it sounds silly now, but it was terrible in those days. There was a strict rule against girls smoking, and they caught Mother in one of the dormitories with a lighted cigarette in her mouth. And they figured she might be smoking it, huh? <laughs> yes. They barred her from the graduation exercises, and the Alumni Association said that she could never attend homecoming week with that black mark on her record. She, just for smoking a cigarette, huh? never been able to look at one since. And during homecoming week, just the mention of the word cigarette and she goes crazy. Oh, so that's why she's been so quiet today. Well, she won't even talk to me. I don't know why. Well, maybe because you're so round, so firm, so funny. Dennis! <laughs> it was just a thought. Well, forget it. Just remember, when Mother's around, not a word about cigarettes. Concentrate on what you mustn't say and don't think of anything else. Oh, don't worry, I will. I'll keep my mind on nothing but... Oh, hi, Mother. Good morning, Mildred. Dennis. Good morning, Mrs. Cigarette. <laughs> Mrs. Anderson. Anderson. What did you say, Dennis Day? Oh, nothing, nothing. I just caught myself in the nicotine. I mean, I... <laughs> Mildred, what have you been telling this boy? Why, why, nothing at all, Mother. No. No, Raleigh. I mean, really. <laughs> Rolly! Now, Mrs. Anderson, please, keep cool. Cool! <laughs> oh, I did it again. So, Mildred Anderson, you did tell him. Well, golly, Mother, why not? It isn't as though you'd done anything really terrible. Oh, no. Dennis, you're right. Why should I have to go through this humiliation every homecoming week? As a matter of fact, it's high time I did something about it. But what, Mother? I'm going down to that college today and see Dean Sheridan personally and make him change my records. That's the spirit, Mrs. Anderson. After all, barring me from the reunion just because I was once caught smoking, it's ridiculous. Things are different now. Times have changed since I went to college. Sure they have. Now they've got electricity and telephones and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Come along, Mildred. You can drive me down there right now. We'll... Oh, hello, Herbert. Hi, Twinkle Nose. <laughs> Come on, Mildred. We'll see you later, Herbert. Gracious me. Where did they racing off to in such a hurry? Oh, your wife's going over to the college to see if they won't do something about her records. Oh. Then you've heard, huh? Yeah. Poor soul. For over 20 years, she's been known as Q-Beb Clara. <laughs> 
Well, I sure hope she gets it straightened out in time for the reunion. Well, Dennis, uh, would you like to see me happy, too, at this year's reunion? Why, sure, Mr. Anderson. Why do you ask? Well, every year during homecoming week, they have a father and son day. And naturally, I always have to miss it. You see, Dennis, Mildred is a girl. Oh, yes, sir. I knew that before we became engaged. <laughs> yes, but what I'm trying to say is I, I wish I had a son. And that's why I got to thinking maybe I'd talk to you. Well, gosh, don't you think you get a lot further talking to Mrs. Anderson? <laughs> Dennis, I just want you to pretend that you're my son for the father and son dinner tonight. Oh, now I see. Well, it's about time. Uh, would you do it for me? Well, sure, Mr. Anderson, but won't some of your classmates remember that you haven't had a son up till now? Well, I'll tell them my wife keeps things from me. <laughs> huh? Well, I don't you worry. Nobody's going to ask any questions. All you have to do is meet me over at the college in room 308 at half past five. Oh, sure, I'll be there. You won't forget now. Room 308 at half past five. Oh, I got it. Uh, hadn't you better write it down? What for? Anybody who couldn't remember a simple thing like that would have to be a dope. Okay. I'll meet you there. So long. Write it down. What do you think I am? Gee, maybe I better write it down. Well, let's see. Room 805 at half past three. <laughs> Hello, Professor Wilson. Uh, Professor Carter in 805. Say, what's wrong? Don't the students know I'm to give them the oral part of the intelligence test before they can take the written? Well, why wasn't it on the bulletin board? Oh, my goodness, it's 3.30, and so far I've had less than a dozen students. It's really... Uh, hello. Oh, here's another one now. Yeah, but please, Professor, see that it's put on the board immediately. Yes, all right. Goodbye. All right, young man, have a seat. Oh, no, thanks. I'm just waiting for... I said have a seat. I haven't got all day, you know. But all I... A young man, suppose you just keep your mouth shut and give me your name. It won't come out very clear that way. <laughs> I uh, don't care how it comes out. Give me your name. Dennis Day, what's yours? And mine is irrelevant. Oh, glad to know you. <laughs> a young man, don't you like our little college? Would you like to leave it? Oh, no, sir. I'm supposed to... All right. And all you have to do is answer a few simple questions. Now, are you ready? Yes, sir. Very well. Colts are to mares as calves are to pigs, cows, or chickens. They are? <laughs> and Mr. Day, the question is, colts are to mares as calves are to pigs, cows, or chickens. You're supposed to answer which? Yes, sir. And now, then, colts are to mares as calves are to pigs, cows, or chickens. Which? <laughs> you know something? You're beginning to fascinate me. Really? Yes. Uh, what class are you a member of? The unemployed. <laughs> well, good for our economy. <laughs> but I was speaking of a different type of class. I uh, meant, are you a junior, for instance? Oh, no. My father's name is Pat. I wouldn't be in his shoes for anything in the world. <laughs> yeah, but I'm afraid I simply must have an answer to my question. You know the little calves? Yes, sir. So once again, colts are to mares as calves are to... Now wait, I'll give you a little hint. What has four legs and carries a sort of bag? Two red caps. <laughs> That is absolutely correct. 
Shall we go to the next question? Do we have to? No, no, I was convinced long ago, but let's have fun. <laughs> now, this series of questions is known as opposites. I'm going to give you a word, and you're to give me the word that means it's exact opposite. See? Land. <laughs> That wasn't the word, but strangely enough, you seem to understand what I mean. Oh, sure. You know, I'm sort of disappointed in a way. Yeah, all right. Heavy. Light. Rough. Smooth. Male. Telegram. You've come back to me. Young man, forgive me, but how did you ever manage to enroll in this college in the first place? Oh, I'm not enrolled here. What? I just came to meet a friend for the father and son dinner tonight. You you mean you didn't come in to take the intelligence test? You're not a student here? Oh, no, sir. Well, bless my soul, you've just restored my faith in our educational system. (laughs) But you must be in the wrong... Excuse me. Hello? Oh, yes, Professor Wilson. I have a copy of the written examination. Yes, it's all filled out with the correct answers so they can use it to check the papers. But I can't possibly leave my office now, Professor. The students will be taking the oral and... Oh. Yes, all right, I will. Young man, would you run an errand for me? Oh, sure, Professor. Well, the undergraduates are now taking the written part of the examination in the main auditorium. Could you walk through without disturbing the student body? Oh, sure, I'll just step right over it. Yes, do. We want it looking its best for the funeral. (laughs) Then go to the small office in the rear and hand this paper to Dean Sheridan, who is conducting the examination. You bet. Now, you're sure you can handle it all right? Oh, gosh, a child of six could do that. I know, so concentrate on it like mad, will you? Pardon me, Dean Sheridan? Yes? Well, here you are, Dean. This paper Good was... heavens, son. How did you get it done in such a hurry? Huh? You realize it takes the average student almost five hours? How did you do it so fast? I slid down the banister. <laughs> That's supposed to be a joke? Here, uh, where's your name on this examination? You didn't sign it. You mean you want me to put my name on it? That's a funny request. I don't think it's irrelevant. No, it's Day. He's upstairs. <laughs> Sign that paper, will you? I can't wait to look at it. Yes, sir. That's strange. First two answers are correct. Oh, sure. Well, I'll be seeing you, Dean. Goodbye now. How could a boy like that get two successive questions right? That's funny. The third one's right, too. And the fourth. And the fifth. Good heavens, can it be? Yes. Yes, they're all right. Everyone. It's a miracle. The greatest brain in the entire world. That moron is a genius. We'll continue this day in the life of Dennis Day in just a moment. But first, here's Dennis to sing Senorita. I offer you the moon Set in a summer sky That is mine to give 
senorita I offer you the breeze Singing a lullaby That is mine to give Senorita I can't bring a golden crown Set with pearls and rubies rare But I From up above, I give them and my love to you. Well, our young hero doesn't know it, but he's been acclaimed a genius by the dean of a university, due to a mistake, of course. We find him now on the campus where he's just run into Mrs. Anderson, who is at the college because of a problem of her own. Well, honey, look, Mrs. Anderson, did you get the dean to change your records? No, he refuses even to listen to me. Oh, gosh, there must be some way. Why didn't you tell him your career's in jeopardy? Tell him you're a bubble dancer and you can't get a job because the public knows you were once caught smoking. <laughs> Are you crazy, Dennis Day? And anyway, who'd ever take me for a bubble dancer? Well, couldn't you say one of them exploded in your face? <laughs> Dennis, do me a favor, will you? Keep off my side. Oh, no, you're not. I'm going to go to the dean myself. I'm going to tell him that I'm a member of your family. Well, that'll get me some sympathy anyway. <laughs> I'll hand him a sob story. I'll tell him on account of that black mark on your record, you've never been able to find honest work that to support your children, you've had to hold up gas stations and pick pockets. Dennis. And because nobody would give you a job, you got desperate. Dennis. You held up a bank. The cashier put up a fight. You pulled your gun. Dennis. What is it, you murderess? <laughs> what? Oh, I'm sorry. I got carried away. Now there's an idea. Oh, don't worry, Mrs. Anderson. You just leave everything to me. <laughs> I tell you, he's got to be found, Chancellor. That boy is the greatest living genius in the world today. Scar the campus! I have a reporter waiting here right now to interview him. Do you realize what a thing like this can do for our university? Why, we're at... Uh, I'll call you back, Chancellor. Meanwhile, redouble your efforts. Uh, <clears throat> Come in. Oh, excuse me, Dean, but I just... It's had... you! I've found you! I've found you at last! I've been lost. <laughs> of course! Do you realize you're a genius, my boy? The most magnificent mental specimen in the entire world. Oh, me? Certainly. We want you on our staff. Biochemistry, electronics, any department you care to take over. Who? Me? Well, of course. Say the word and we'll get you a cyclotron. Oh, that's not necessary. I live right on the bus line. <laughs> ah, sense of humor, too. My boy, this is the greatest day in the history of Weaverville University. I hope you don't mind, but I've taken the liberty of sending for a reporter to interview you. To interview me? Why, certainly. You belong to the ages now, my son. Oh, uh, right this way, Mr. Jenkins. Thank you, Dean. Well, so this is the greatest brain in the world today. Yeah. Uh, tell me, Mr. Day, 
When did you first notice that you were different from other children your age? Oh, I guess it was when I was in the third grade. Really? Yeah, the other kids my age were in the sixth grade. <laughs> now that that's what I call modesty. Isn't he refreshing? Oh, he certainly is. <laughs> Now, a few general questions, sir. Tell me, what do you think about the chances for world peace? The only thing that can stop it is war. <laughs> Did you hear that, Dean? So beautifully simple, yet so fraught with meaning. <laughs> yes. Uh, how do you feel about the high cost of living, Mr. Day? Oh, I've decided to go on doing it, no matter how high the cost gets. <laughs> How about that, Jenkins? Is that a marvelous commentary on the futility of modern life? Superb. Uh, tell me, Mr. Day, what have you to say on the subject of China? Well, it's pretty full of Chinamen, all right. <laughs> Get it, Jenkins? Catch the hidden meanings in that simple phrase? The most brilliant statement I've ever listened to. <laughs> now, one last question, Mr. Day. Do you think mankind has made any real progress during the past 2,000 years? Well, yes and no. Bravo! Magnificent! <laughs> I thought that would get you. Oh, I... I don't know how to thank you for this interview, sir. My editor won't be able to believe his eyes when he sees what I've written. Oh, that's okay. It was no trouble at all. Oh, thank you, sir. Good day. Ah, uh, I don't blame him for being stunned. <clears throat> well, now, let's talk about our plans, my boy. How would you like to head up our physics research lab, huh? Your physics research lab? Yes, yes. I mean, to see if you can't develop some practical demonstration of Einstein's theory. Naturally, you understand it perfectly. Oh, sure. Sam told me all about it himself. Sam? Yeah, Sam Einstein, the tailor. His theory is no credit. <laughs> um, I don't believe... I quite Dean, but I did want to... Oh, are you back? <laughs> Professor Carter, you know this young man? Oh, yes. I had the astonishment of meeting him this morning. Hello. Well, two red caps to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I have wonderful news, Professor. Starting today, this boy's brain will be at the disposal of our very own Weaverville University. Well, bully. <laughs> Uh, which jar will we keep it in? <laughs> Professor, this is hardly the time for levity. You are standing in the presence of the greatest mind ever developed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dean, have you been browsing around among the specimens in alcohol again? <laughs> this the greatest mind ever developed? Of course. Are you mad? Just let me ask this boy a simple question, and you'll see what I mean. Mr. Day, what is your IQ? My what? Your IQ. Look, I'm no child. You don't have to spell it out. Say it. <laughs> I rest my case. But this is impossible. He turned in a written intelligence test that was 100% correct. What? Well, that was the answer sheet. I sent him over with it. Good heavens. Oh, my gosh. So that's why you thought... Of course. Gee, that interview. What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. Professor Carter? Yes? Remember back in 1927 when you played left half back for us against Pismo Beach Normal? 
And you kick the field goal from the 50-yard line? I do. Well, there stands your football. Encore! Why, that's the most fantastic story I've ever heard. Yeah, boy, was that Dean mad. I knew it was ridiculous to send you to him. Now I've still got that black mark on my record for smoking a cigarette. Oh, that's where you're wrong, Mrs. Anderson. I told the dean that unless he let me at those records, I'd spread it all over town how I made a fool of them. Why, Dennis, that's blackmail. Oh, you sweet criminal, you. <laughs> then did you change my record? Sure. The name after yours was Mary Appleby. I tore her name off and put it on your file and then did the same thing with hers. Uh, now you've got her record and she's got yours. Dennis Day. You. You. It came out as usual? Of course. Mary Appleby was expelled for kissing a chemistry professor in the basement. Oi. Dennis Day. Oh, no, Mrs. Anderson, wait, please. You'll dent the greatest brain ever developed. Help, Mrs. Anderson. Regardless of age, skin type, or previous beauty care, doctors prove you, too, may win a lovelier complexion with palm olive soap. But to win this lovelier complexion, you must stop improper cleansing. Instead, use palm olive the way doctors advise. Thirty-six doctors, leading skin specialists, advised using palm olive soap this way for 1,285 women with all types of skin. Young, old, dry, oily, normal. And using palm olive soap alone... Nothing but palm olive, two out of three won lovelier complexions. Oily skin looked less oily. Dull, drab skin wonderfully brighter. Coarse-looking skin appeared finer. Even tiny blemishes, incipient blackheads disappeared or improved. Now, here's what the doctors advised. Wash your face with palm olive soap three times a day. Massage with palm olive's wonderful beauty lather for 60 seconds each time to get its full beautifying effect. Then rinse. Look for improvement in your complexion within 14 days. For doctors proved this way, using palm olive alone really works. So forget all other beauty care. Get palm olive soap and start today to win a lovelier complexion. For loveliness all over, use big thrifty bath size palm olive in your tub or shower. With the music of Charles Dant in the orchestra, here's Dennis to sing A Bouquet of Roses. I'm sending you a big bouquet of roses One for every time you broke my heart And as the door
Next week, tune into another Dennis Day show brought to you by Palmolive Coat, your beauty hope, and Palmolive Shave Creams for a smoother, more comfortable way to shave. Tonight, show him how much lovelier your hair can look after a Luster Cream shampoo. Only Luster Cream brings you Kay Dumit's magic blend. Glamorizes your hair as you wash it. Yes, tonight, you can be a dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. You owe your crowning glory to a luster cream shampoo. Listen again next week for Colgate's Hour of Fun, Judy Canova, followed by Dennis Day. And for another great comedy program here, Blondie, next Wednesday evening over your favorite NBC station. This is Burn Smith speaking. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.